Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back to another episode of Playing Out from the Back. Um, today... On the pod, it will be me and Aaron. Aaron's back after a one-month hiatus. <laughs> How are you doing, Aaron? I was going to say, it's been, a, it's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. So the international break and that international break. So I needed a <laughs> few weeks off to recharge the batteries. You took the international break, literally. <laughs> honestly, took the international break, literally. <laughs> well, Sam, we did. Sam's not here today. He's queuing up for a, for a pint at the pub by the sounds of it. So. <laughs> uh, Sam, from the moment Sam heard lockdown, you're going to be able to go to a pub gardens from April the 12th. He penciled that one in as the first one, <laughs> first one he's going to miss. Oh, you know what I mean? Fair enough to him. Fair enough. He probably deserves one. We'll let him off. We'll let yeah. him off. Um, so this week, we're going to be talking about uh, potential Europa and Champions League winners based on what we've seen so far and the Champions League results tonight. Um, who we who we think may be Kane's replacements at, at Tottenham if he does leave in the summer. We're going to go into a bit. I know some... Something Aaron wants to talk quite a bit about. He takes a lot of pleasure in this. We're going to talk about the Manchester United apparent rejects <laughs> that are currently flourishing in flourishing all over Europe at the moment. Um, and, you know, um, we're going to have to lower the tone slightly and talk about the, well, I would now say quite pathetic ban, which is dealt out to the now confirmed... Slavia Prague racist defender um, so we'll talk a little bit about that and then we'll go on to um, the outcomes of maybe certain results for managers if they don't progress in in Europe and uh, we'll start we'll start maybe with the the European Champions League winners let's start with the Champions League so based on now the teams we know are in the in the semi-final so Paris Saint-Germain Chelsea um, Liverpool, uh, nice no, Real Madrid, Paris Saint Germain, Chelsea, Real Madrid, and now Manchester City. So, from those, Aaron, how do we think it's going to go? Well, 
So what's the semis? Is it Paris Saint-Germain, Man City and Chelsea, Real Madrid? Uh, yeah. That? Yeah, that's two semis, yeah. You know what? I, I'll, take it, I'll, I'll take it game by game. I think, I actually think Chelsea will, will progress to the final. Uh, watch Real Madrid over the last two games uh, against Liverpool. That they were not great defensively. Uh, if it was the Liverpool of last season or the season before, I think they probably would have scored four or five in each, each leg, uh, especially the Anfield second leg. Uh, and the way Chelsea is set up at the moment, I think defensively, uh, they're set up a lot better than than Liverpool to deal with uh, the talent that Real Madrid have going forward. Uh, Liverpool couldn't deal with that in, in the first leg. And I think Chelsea have have a bit more what it takes to uh, to deal with that away. So I'm gonna. I think Chelsea are gonna sneak through that. I think they'll get to the final. Uh, well, the other one is 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 tough. It's so tough because you got obviously you got Man City, uh, all their stars, and then you just basically it's just gonna be are they gonna be able to deal with Mbappe and Neymar? Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh man, this is a tough one. This is a tough one because <laughs> Man City are so much better defensively uh, than they have been over the last few years, and uh, I think this one could actually go all the way. It could actually go to penalties in the in the second leg. Uh, I see them cancelling each other out quite a lot. I'm I'm gonna I don't want to sit on the fence. So I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Chelsea Paris Saint Germain final. Chelsea PSG, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't. who do you? Who, so, God, who do you think? Who, how do you think that one goes then? It's it's strange because I think if Man City get to the final and play Chelsea, they beat them. And it, as strange as it sounds, I think Chelsea can beat Paris Saint Germain, but they can't beat Man City. Uh, I, I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to go Chelsea. Chelsea to win yeah. it. I mean, we we was saying yeah. we was saying we, just... we was saying a couple of weeks ago in the pod that he's got the potential. He's got the potential to win a big trophy. Yeah, Tuchel, um, and playing against Paris Saint Germain, obviously they've got the advantage that Tuchel knows all about exactly. Paris and what they do if it if it does get to that final. Um, but for me, you know, I've looked at it. And what I will say, I was talking to someone about it the other day. I think that PSG is just all wrong for Man City. It's like, it's the worst, it's the worst team that they could have hoped to play mm. in the semi-final. I think they, they take any other, they take Real Madrid, they take um, Chelsea, but PSG, I know eventually they might obviously have to beat them, but PSG, especially how I saw them um beat Bayern. I just I just see elements of that that's just all wrong for Man City. And even though they have got better defensively, even though they have got better defensively, I just think that I don't know. I, I still sort of think Man City will go through, but I just think that when I see the sort of chances that Neymar and Mbappe create, they're the chances that Man uh, City concedes yeah. so many of, you know. And Mbappe is lethal. He's lethal when he gets in behind. And Man City, I think they might have to play a slightly different way. They might have to maybe employ another 
another defensive midfielder mm. and maybe not go so attacking um, and have a little bit more protection because I, I, I just don't think they can play as try and dominate the, the game and, and force PSG back and make it a shootout as they'd want to because if it's a shootout, PSG have a chance. You yeah. see what I mean? You sort of have to nullify. If you nullify that that um, that counter-attacking threat from PSG, there's not much else there. You can score goals against them. But the problem is, is if you score three, they can easily <laughs> score three as well. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's, it's like it's like one of them ones where it's a fine balance. If uh, what I was saying, if Man City um, can keep a clean sheet in one of the legs, they'll go mm. through and the, and and they'll win the tie. Um, but I mean, if they try and have a shootout with PSG, it's the one game that PSG can play, yeah. and it might come back to backfire because we've seen Man City lose these things before against against Spurs. That's the game I always talk yeah. about, where they you know they went for it, and I think that this season they they definitely tried to not be that team where they just go and have a shootout in the Champions League. So I think they just need to be a bit more cautious against uh, PSG, and and they'll go through. So I'm going to go with. Pep learning from his mistakes, and I'm going to go Man City go through in that uh, in that tie, um, and then Chelsea Real Madrid. It's a great tie. Um, I, I did watch a bit of Madrid uh, Madrid Liverpool in Madrid. I didn't watch today. I was watching the Man City mm-hmm. game, um, but I think that what I will say about Madrid is they're a proper Champions League team. So although we look at their team and we say they don't look like they've got much, they you know they have got the Modric and the, the Cruz who are aging, and they've got the uh, the Ramos who's also aging. And then you look around and you don't see no other star star players. They have got Benzema, sorry, of course. Mm. And you look around, you don't see any star star players. But what they have got is players they're experienced in the latter stages of the Champions League, and I think that counts for a lot. Yeah. Um, but then you've got bloody. Chelsea, who's defensive-wise, if they want to, they can keep a clean sheet. And that's that's the key, yeah. isn't it? If you if you want to get to the final of these big competitions, the key is being able to keep that clean sheet. And, and I think out of the four teams remaining in the competition, Chelsea can go and get a nil-nil or get a one-nil um, and literally play for that. They're set up to play for yeah. that. Um, that one's more in the balance, I think, slightly for me because I... I just think the other tie goes one of two ways, but I think that this one's proper, like, finally in the balance. Mm. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for an all... uh, I'm going to go for an all-English final. Chelsea versus Man City. Um, I think that uh, Chelsea-Real Madrid will be tight. I think it'll be decided by probably the odd Mm. goal. Um, But I'm going to go for a Chelsea-Man City final, and then in the final... In the final, yeah. I mean, like you say, I just think Man, Man City have a little bit too much for both Chelsea and Madrid. Yeah. So I think that if Man City if Man City progress to the final, they they yeah. win it. I, I think agree. if they get to the final, they win it. But um, but it's just how they how they approach this this PSG game. So you know, I think for me, I think I go. Yeah, I'll go Man City to to finally get over the line. I don't know about the I don't know about the quadruple because I think what I think is that when they play the remaining Premier League games, obviously the Premier League will be wrapped up, but I just think that 
You know, when you take your foot off the gas a little yeah, bit it, it, in the Premier League, it, I think that spills over into like the 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 domestic cups as well. So I think they could slip up in either the League Cup final in a in a Jose Mourinho masterclass <laughs> or 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 possibly in the FA Cup somewhere along the line, maybe to Chelsea because Chelsea is still in the FA yeah, Cup. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, have they I got Chelsea? Yeah, I think they got the semi final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they could slip up there to maybe a Chelsea in the semi final. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, we'll see, I, we'll I, see on that I think one. You're right though. It's about Pep learning from his previous mistakes if he wants to get into that final. Uh, like say over the last few years, he's. He's gone for it. He's had questionable 11s that he's put out and rested players and, and done this and done that. And it hasn't worked out for him in the Champions League. Uh, so I do think, yeah, if he is to, to progress, get them into the final this year, he has to learn from those last few seasons. And uh, I, t- I don't know how you would change the way you, you play, especially the way they're playing at the moment, uh, to, to beat Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, but he has to find a way of nullifying that Mbappe and Neymar threat, uh, and like you said, it's the the way they uh, create chances. Paris Saint Germain is is the same way Man City always concede their chances. You know, inside of the fullbacks uh, through the channels where Mbappe and Neymar they that's their you know that's their bread and butter. That's what they they made a, a name for themselves, especially Mbappe. Just getting through those ties, getting through those games, getting all those goals from from those kind of positions, uh, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be a great game anyway, isn't it? So it's it's gonna be uh, gonna be a great game. I'm, uh, I I was gonna say if 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 uh, Paris Saint Germain do get through, and Mbappe and Neymar, you know, have another masterclass, do they do they leave if they if they win it? Because obviously everyone has that mm. question about, you know, the French league and and everything. But would they leave after that? You know, they've done everything they need to do in France. Obviously, Mbappe's done the World Cup, Champions League. Would he? Would he want to go and try somewhere else? For me, for me, Neymar stays. I think Neymar finishes finishes his like his top level mm. career. At PSG, based on what I've been reading, he's been saying, etc. I think he stays. And Bappe, I think if he wins it, he yeah. leaves. That that that's my that's if he wins it with he's conquered. Like there's not like what I mean. What more? What more does he have to do, to to do at PSG? You don't get you don't get any ratings for winning league league. So I mean, for Mbappe, I think it's a little bit more. If he wins, he leaves. I think even if they lose it, he might leave. I'm mm. not so sure if they lose it, but I think definitely if they win it, Mbappe moves on, and I, I think there's no other place than the Madrid for him. Yeah. Because, uh, as I say, for, for for a striker and for a player wanting to 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 go on to be, you know, mentioned in that bracket of Ballon d'Or. The, the space at Real Madrid is, is there. It's ready for you. They're, like There's a space ready for Harry Kane or there's a space ready for mm. Mbappe or Haaland at the centre of um, Real Madrid's forward line where they'll be built around and the platform is there to go on and, you know, take over the mantle from your Messi and your yeah. Ronaldo. No, I agree. Real Madrid is the team that I was thinking of. At the mo- at the, at the moment, I mean, the stage is set for someone to just 
say, all right, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy, and uh, step into yeah. that, into that, uh, into that role. But um, what what do you think about this um, this new rule I've been reading about? Um, just quickly, where they're gonna change um, the Europa League and Champions League. So once you get to the extra time of both competitions, the away goals rule doesn't count. I yeah. think that's great. I think that's something that's really fantastic. good. I didn't even know they're they they looking at that. That's that's yeah, that's fantastic because you know you get ninety minutes uh, away or home or whatever, and you play one twenty, and the away goals still count. It yeah, it's not really fair, is it? So it's great that they're doing that. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's just something I read earlier, and I thought that that evens it up, and I think it sort of changes. They don't need to make any major changes to the Champions League in terms of like the league system that me and mm. Sam talked about last last week. And they don't need to make them changes because it's already such an exciting competition. But I think things like that, taking away the away goal, goals rule in extra time, sort of changes the dynamics of how teams will look to play in yeah, the competition. It changes everything. It, ch- it does change everything. The way people sit up as well. A lo- yeah, a lot exactly. of teams do... Especially when it gets to the late later stages of the second half, and they're they're thinking, oh, let's let's get extra time in, get another thirty minutes underboard, and get our get our away goal then, and then we we're good to go. But now, yeah, like I say, it adds that extra dynamic for it. Yeah. So, um, moving on to the Europa League, oh, I'll let you go first <laughs> on this one. <laughs> the Europa League. So we've got the second legs tomorrow. Um, we've got Slavia Prague versus Arsenal. Now, uh, someone said on Twitter, uh, I can see us going out, and I said, you don't need to put that into the atmosphere. <laughs> I don't. I really don't need yeah. to be hearing that. Um, you know, for me, in that, in that, in that game, it's at the end of the day that the the team need to look at it like this is Slavia Prague. We mm-hmm. should be beating them. Like it's it, it all 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 sort of nerves need to go out the window. You just need to. That was one of my things when I played. Like at the end of the day, you're here. You're playing this team. You're better than them. We should be beating them. And I think that 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 needs to come mm-hmm. into it a little bit. And Arsenal can't slip up tomorrow. They just they simply can't. And that's all I'll say about that. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Arsenal. It will be Arsenal versus uh, Zagreb or Villarreal. <laughs> Villarreal will 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 win that. They're at home. They've got an away goal. They're in a commanding position. Um, and in the other ties, you've got um, Man U two 0 up away. To they're at home to Granada. They've got two away goals again. Can't see them slipping up. And Roma, so Roma two one up against Ajax. Two away goals. It's very difficult to slip up with two away goals. So, you know, I think it's going to be uh, Man U Roma Arsenal Villarreal. So moving on to those legs. Um, uh, I, if, if, if Arsenal perform the way that they can perform and if we've got our players fit, we mm-hmm. get to the final. And in the other game, it's exactly the same with Man U. If they've got their players fit, um, they get to the final. I don't think Roma have got enough um, to beat Man U. But then, but then, obviously, they're both difficult games. You've got Villarreal, they're managed by Unai Emery, so it's a typical, <laughs> it would be a typical, typical, typical Arsenal, Arsenal 
thing to go out to, to Unai Emery. Um, but with my Arsenal hat on, I'm going to say we're going to get to the final. And I think Man U safely get to the final. So in the final, although, <laughs> although, uh, <laughs> although we, we, you know, we play, we play well against Man U, I, I genuinely, I just, I, I just can't, I've just, I just can't see us. I just can't see us get for some reason. I just can't see mm-hmm. us getting over the line. I think we'll beat Prague. We'll make Villarreal difficult as we do, and then I think after doing all that work, I still I, I think with all on the with it all on the line, I, I still just think we won't be able to get over that over that line. Our, our, um, the, the the what we need to happen is we need to get to the final, and somehow Man U need to not get to yeah. the final. That's 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 how I see us uh, uh, us with a chance of winning it. I think if we come up against Man U in the final, it would just it would just be something silly. I don't know what it will be, but I just can't see I can't see us. If Man U stay in the competition, basically, I'm going for them to win it. If um, if Man U go out, I'm going for Arsenal to win it. That's basically my that's summary. Fair of enough. It. Well, uh, it's pretty similar to be fair. I think, like say, uh, I'll agree with those semi finalists. I don't see them being too many shocks. I do worry about Arsenal, though, tomorrow. I really do. Uh, but as long as we get an away goal, then I'm sure we'll be fine. Like I say, we just got to go into it like we're playing you know, Sheffield United, have that confidence about us from, from, from the 3-0 win and just, you know, making... It's going to be difficult because I know we've got a few players that are 50-50, but... If if we do have the likes of Sacco and uh, Smith Rowe available, then I think we'll get through. Uh, I'm not too sure about playing Xhaka left back there though. Uh, that's that's another matter. But I, I, I think I think we'll get through. Uh, like I say, yeah, Roma as well. Man United, Villarreal. The Villarreal one scares me a lot just because of Emre. Uh, <laughs> If it wasn't Emre in charge, um, I would I'd say Arsenal would get to the final. But um, it like I say it's typical Arsenal. We'd we'd lose to to Emre's team. So I'm I'm gonna go Villarreal in the final against Man United. <laughs> and Emre's got a great, he's, he's, Emre's got a great record in the in the Europa League. Uh, the Villarreal the Villarreal beat Man. <laughs> Oh man, you know what? It'll be it'll be typical Arsenal to us to lose to Villarreal and Man United win quite comfortably to a three nil. Uh, so no, I still think Man. I'll go Man United, uh, but I think Villarreal will beat us in the semis. Like I said, Emery's got such a good record, such a good record with uh, Sevilla, and he even got us to the final, didn't he, a couple of years ago? So. He's got a good record of getting to the finals. I don't see it stopping uh, this year. So who did, who did you go for in the Champions League? So Champions League, I went Man, uh, Man City. I went Chelsea if if it's Paris Saint Germain in the final. So, but you won. <laughs> but who who are you choosing? You said the same <laughs> thing you, though for Man United. Who, Man United get to the final. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, but my my final my final thing is that Man U uh, will win the Europa and Man City will win the Chelsea, Champions Man League. United. So Chelsea, Chelsea, that's yeah, that's big. You I know? think Paris that Saint, is I like big. I think Paris Saint Germain will 
just just have enough for Man City. Chelsea's big, you know. If they win the Champions yeah. League, that's mental. It, it, like, but like, say, typical Arsenal with you know losing if if, if we lose to Emre, uh, that's typical Chelsea. They did it with Di Matteo. We spoke about it, like say, a few weeks ago, and mm. it's it's just typical. Of them. Yeah. They're on that they're high because you know they got a new manager, you know they got their the the players that they need playing well, playing well, you know, make mm. loads yeah, of yeah, loads Thiago of experience Silva. as well. I mean, you saw him in the in the. Uh, in the last Champions League game, where he was on the sidelines, he was coaching from the sidelines with in in uh, in the stands. So that experience there is just is um, is just incredible for fit. Uh, obviously, with Aspicueta as well. Uh, don't forget they got Kante in midfield. If they can get Werner up to scratch or anywhere near up to scratch, they'd be they'd be. Pretty, pretty unstoppable, but he, he, they, you've got a long way to go, isn't he? Chelsea, Chelsea, top four, and the Champions League and the FA Cup. <laughs> that's not, not a bad, bad season, season at all. <laughs> that's not a bad season, and they set. The more I think about, it, the more they're set up to win yeah. cups. They're cup team, like they're set. The way they they're set up, you know, you lose the odd league game, but in the big crunch, crunch ties maybe they have enough maybe they have enough yeah. to get through and then know? they go on next season of another 152 million spending spree <laughs> Haaland Haaland yeah it could really, be frightening could be frightening like I say Werner Zayek they both get up to scratch Havertz they got the potential there if they can all get their players on anywhere near their best form potential's crazy True. Add a add a add a big name. Add a big name. I was saying, you know, add a big name striker like a big guy that's going to get you twenty five yeah. on his own, and and it, it does look a a hell of a lot a hell of a lot different for Chelsea. Okay, so we move away from we move away from Europe and move over to our domestic leagues, and we'll move straight over first <laughs> to Harry Kane. So Harry Kane, much talk about him leaving Tottenham. Um, and I think more and more reports are coming out now that he's yeah. saying it. He's starting to say to people, listen, a League Cup ain't going to be enough. If we don't get top four, I'm gone. He's actually saying these things now. And I mean, all of these reporters and all of these people can't be, you know what I mean, can't be making this up. You know, there's no smoke without fire. So... We've talked a lot about Harry Kane and where we think he should go. So now let's talk about Harry Kane gone. What names are in the hat to replace Harry Kane at Spurs? What what sort of striking names would they be looking at? With a lot of lot of top teams looking for strikers yeah. this, this summer. It's going to well. be a huge summer, man. Uh, I mean, Tottenham can go in two ways, really. They could. I, I mean, let's think about the price. What they're going to get for him? Do you, I, I think are we agreed on a I don't know, 150? 150 yeah. is where I'm, where I'm let's at. Say, yeah, let's say 150, uh, which is a huge, huge fee. Now, do they go and spend, I don't know, 100 on that on on the best striker they can? Or do they go and get three or four very, very good players to invest in the squad? Uh, I think a lot will depend on if Jose's still the manager. Uh He's not had a great time of it recently, and 
results and performances on the pitch is showing me that the players are not warming to him. I don't know. Uh, I was very, I was very upbeat about Tottenham uh, this season, as you probably know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can say but, that again. Mate. You know, I've been seeing the, the results and the performances, and you know, Kane and Son. Even now, they both look like completely different players than they did maybe the other side of Christmas. But I'm going to go with the fact that I reckon that he might, or whoever's in charge, will go and get three top players. Uh, Obviously, a centre-forward, an attacking, a creative player. I think that's one thing that they do lack. Uh, With Kane and Son, or a centre-forward and Son, they need that creative spark. You know, I don't think they've had it since Van der Vaar, Modric, those kind of days. Ericsson, yeah. Ericsson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I reckon they'll get a centre-forward in, a creative player, and then spend the rest on a centre-half. Uh, I've got a few options for each. I, I, I don't think they go abroad for a centre-forward. I think they stay 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 in the Premier League or in England. Uh, Calvert-Lewin is, is, is one that I'd look at. Uh, Danny yeah. Ings is an obvious choice. And yeah. there's a uh, Brentford striker, Ivan Tony. Uh, he's banging in goals galore at the moment in the championship. And I know he's going to move to the Prem this season. Uh, a lot of a lot of good talents come from Brentford over the last few years. Uh, uh, obviously, Ollie Watkins was, was, was there and their, their, their main forward. Tony's come in, replaced him, and arguably done a lot better than Watkins did. Uh, so they'd be my three that I'd look for if, if I was staying in England. Uh, and then you're looking at the creative players. Again, all of these are just going to be from England as well. You've got, you got the likes of Zaha, uh, Rafinha, yeah. uh, Pereira from West Brom. Uh, I put Grealish on there because I th- he's obviously going to be up for grabs this summer. Uh, I don't see where he fits in some of the bigger clubs. Uh, I think he's good enough, but I don't know where he fits in. Uh, so I've kept him on the list for Tottenham because they could appeal to him. And I know they were there was interest in him a couple of seasons ago as well. So, And in the, the centre-half is Vestergaard or Konza, again, from Villa. Uh, that's what I would do. I'd get one. I'd get one of each of those three and go for it. I wouldn't look abroad. I'd try and build a a stable Premier League team, uh, and that's where yeah. I'd probably look for Vestergaard and Konza. I mean, Vestergaard's been superb for Southampton and Konza uh, for, for Villa. I know Mings gets a lot of plaudits, but without Konza there, who's younger, uh, I think it's his first season in the Prem as well. Uh, He's come from Brentford as well. So uh, there's a lot of options. Uh, and you never know. He could just go and, you know, go out and get 100 million, 120 million on, I don't know, like uh, Lukaku or or his strike partner at Inter. Uh, you know, there's, there's options abroad. There's options in England. There's an option in the championship. Uh, but I'd, I'd, stay, I'd stay domestic if I was, if I was Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, the, the the problem for Tottenham will be that a lot of other bigger clubs will be looking for strikers as well. So I think when they 
or if they do let Garth Kane, I think the problem will be that they won't be able to shop at yeah. that at that top table. Because if you think that if you think right, Kane moves and Bappe moves, so now PSG are looking, Man mm-hmm. City are already looking, yeah. Man U are already looking, and these are these will be all teams in the Champions League and all teams that could that could pay probably more money yeah. than Spurs will be willing to pay. Um, which, which for me says that if Kane leaves, you know they are looking. I had I had pretty much the same names. I had sort of Dominic Calvert Lewin could be an option. Um, Danny Ings. I also had uh, Tony. I've got a couple more there. They could look at someone like Aguero. That's a good. Now shout, I don't know fair. whether I don't know whether Aguero would take the no Champions League football. But I'm looking at it. If Aguero says, "All right, I want to stay in England." He's got he's got two options. Well, he's got three options. I don't think Arsenal will be at the table, but I'll say Arsenal's an option. The Arteta link. I don't think we mm-hmm. can pay the money, but he's an option for Arsenal, right? Um, but then his only other options other than that are Chelsea and Spurs, in my opinion. I don't see anyone else. I don't see him going to Man U. I don't see I don't see where else he can go in the Premier League other than your Chelsea. Or your or your Spurs. So Spurs, if you know, free transfer. They're obviously willing to pay wages because they paid Gareth Bale big money this year. You know, so that's a that's a player that that has obviously commanded big wages. Aguero would be Aguero for me is definitely a mm-hmm. Jose Mourinho type player. Um, he'd obviously cost nothing. So, that suits so Levy down to the ground. <laughs> Down to the ground. That's what I'm saying. I think with with, Dan, with Danny Ings, with Danny Ings, that's the next viable option for me um, because I think that I think he'll want to move from Southampton. He's taking it. Yeah. They're as far as they can go. I don't think they're going to go any further. And if he's looking, because Danny Ings might not be able to to find himself a a Champions League club like like yeah. this season. I don't think, but then I think, right, so you can't find a Champions League club. What's your next option? Your next option is your Leicesters, your Arsenals, your Spurs, who all have good enough teams to qualify for the Champions League, but yeah, they're not quite there. So can he be the guy that fires them there? So, yeah, I think I'll go Ings, maybe Aguero. Um, and Ivan Tony. I like the look of him. Um, and I think he'll move. Um, we've also got Od- uh, Odson Edward. He's yeah. another one being talked about from Celtic. He'll be looking to move um, to the Premier League. And I don't think he'll quite... He- unless he moves to Leicester, and that's ov- obviously if they're in the Champions League, I don't think he'll quite be at that level where a Champions League club saying he's no. going to come in and lead our line. But I do think he's the type of striker that teams will be saying, can yeah. he fire us into the Champions yeah. League? Do you know what I mean? And then, um, like you say, with the rest of the with the rest of the money, I think Spurs need to look at mm-hmm. uh, the right fullback area. Um, they need to look at centre centre half, like you said, and again another creative player. But you look at it and you you think they've got Ali. He ain't kicked <laughs> up this season. He's there. He, he like he's there. I mean, I look. I, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, and I don't rate him. But but he's of, he's at the top of the. You know, what I mean, he scored Champions League goals. He scored goals at, at international level. You know, so that's a that's a big player there where they might be saying to the next manager, yeah, you have to find a way true. of getting him in. Yeah. 
Do you get what I'm saying? So I think the K- Kane leaves. If Kane leaves, it's a striker. One of maybe those five. I I don't I don't think they look outside of England purely for the fact that they will want someone. Yeah. They would need someone to hit the ground running. I don't think there's an opportunity or the or the the leeway to take a risk on on a um, on an expensive mm-hmm. European striker. You know what I mean? You look Soldado, back and you think yeah. <laughs> Soldado, and you just think you just you just think, no, nah, we don't need another oh, thirty dear. million down the pan. You know what I mean? They need to they need to make sure that they get mm-hmm. someone with a bit of longevity. What's your thoughts on um, uh, what's your thoughts on Sanford? Premier League experience? I looked at uh, you see, you know Bamford, yeah. I don't think he scores nah. as many goals in any other team. I I I think he he scores so many goals because he literally <laughs> gets five chances a game, like just yeah. just based on the way that Leeds play. Now I'm not saying that someone won't take a gamble on Manford, but what what I will say is that he fits very well in Leeds system and he scores as many goals as he does because mm-hmm. he gets lots of chances, like chance after chance. And I don't necessarily think that that happens at, at other teams yeah. because Leeds play a very unique way. And I just think that Bamford suits that way. But I don't know whether he comes away from Leeds and gets 15, no, 20 Premier League goals either. for anyone else. No, I do agree. I'd, uh, and I, and I, I, think that's, I think that's why, even though he's got these goals and he has come to the Premier League and proved himself, I don't, that's why I don't think he's in the conversation with many of the, yeah, no, of totally the top agree, clubs. You know? Totally agree. I would... I, I brought him up because, like I said, just his the way Leeds played. Like I said, there's not there's no other team that will create that many chances. Obviously, you get your your, your Liverpool's and, and Man City's that will will get those chances. But any other team in the league, they they all play completely different to Leeds. And if he goes to a I don't know, like a Southampton or Everton, snatching that one maybe two chances a game, he'd, he'd get four or five goals a season. And yeah, he'd uh, he maybe be out of his depth, but I do think I, I do really like him. Though. I do really like him, uh, and I feel we could probably see how good he is if he has a couple of England caps again. You know, without him moving, you get to see yeah. how he will play in a different setup, different tactics, and that might obviously help him a bit more. I remember when he was younger and he was struggling at. Uh, Chelsea, and then he went on loan and struggling there. So, uh, but yeah, I think if he gets one or two England caps next year, then uh, we'll be able to see more about him, what he's about. Do you do you think anyone has a look at uh, Lacazette? Because I believe Lacazette's moving. But do you think any anyone in the Premier uh, League has a look at Lacazette? I don't think the Premier League. No, I don't think the Premier League. Anyone in the Premier League? I think if he does, if he does leave, then he'll definitely be abroad. Yeah, definitely. For Lacazette, yeah, yeah. We need we we desperately you, need you someone really to take him off our hands. About him going. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to go. Lacazette's got to go. I know he's our top scorer. He's he's just he for the way that Arteta wants to play. He's just not good enough. He's not good enough. He's an all right striker. He's mm. he's an all right striker. That's what he is. And I just think that you need to be quite specific to play in in the way 
Arteta wants to play. And I just think Lacazette simply can't do it. Not for the want of being a bad strike. I think he'll go to, you know, he might go to Roma. He might go to uh, La Liga somewhere and score a few goals. But I just think that it just, I don't know. Was, just for me. Has he got two years not, left got, on his contract? Uh, one. No, one. One year uh, left. Yeah. So in the summer, he's got one year uh, left. So yeah, we either give him a new contract go, or he goes. <laughs> he's going to have to go. We can't, have, we can't have him and Aubameyang and William but, another two, three years, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got to go. Um, now, nah, right, so moving on nicely. This is your this is your, um, <laughs> this is is your your point, Aaron, where you can get to say your piece because nah. you're always on Twitter <laughs> arguing with various people, having digs at various people for... For um for various Manchester United reasons, um so let's move on to now the Manchester United rejects absolutely um, flourishing all over Europe. Know. We can start. Who whole, do you want to start list with? Of players. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, I get abuse in my in my Instagram DMs out of the blue from from nowhere, and I've even said I I wouldn't have even, I haven't even said anything, but like after a Man United win, I get a, a message. I'm like. Bloody hell, man! Like you've only won two one against Brighton for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, let's let's Lingard, let's mate. kick it off uh, with Lingard. You know what? I think we we touched Lingard. on him. Just I think he was played his second or third game for West Ham, and I think we we both said at the time if he carries on, he's uh, he'll be a he'll be a good person to have in in the in the squad for England. But boy, has he carried on. Uh, Everything he's touching is just is, is resulting in a in a goal or assist at the moment, uh, and he looks like he's happy where he's playing. Uh, he's playing with a smile on his face, confidence sky high. Uh, def- for me, there's no not even a question. And I know we've got so many players to say this about, but he's he's definitely on the plane uh, for me. Uh, but the question for me is, does he stay at United or, you know, and go back to what what was happening before? Or does he stay West Ham? Does he go elsewhere? Does he flourish elsewhere? What team, what teams would take him? I, I'm, look, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, I, I've said, right? I said, I've said to various people, if he gets eight goals, <laughs> he's got eight goals already, yeah? And five assists, yeah. he's on the plane. He is on the plane. If he's got, like, I can't see how and you don't take him. He has to go. He's got the experience he as well, he has he? to start. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. He's big, been to big competitions. He's got numerous England caps. Say he has, say he finishes the season with 15 to 20 goals and assists. Yeah. Like, that's crazy from January. That's crazy. And for me, you know, if West Ham get into Europe, I don't see why he goes anywhere else. He's an option mm-hmm. for Spurs, uh, Spurs look at him. I can't see any reason why Spurs don't look at him. But if West Ham are in the Champions League, yeah. they build their game around him. Um, he's, he's happy there. The manager loves him. He plays every game. He's scoring. He's assisting. He'll be in London. Like I, I, for me, if West Ham get into any European yeah. competition, Europa yeah. or Champions League, um, he stays. 
he looked happy as well. Like I said, got... him, Declan Rice, uh, Antonio. Every time they score, they got all these new celebrations coming out. Uh, they're they're loving life, man. They they really are, <laughs> and you can you can even yeah. see on social media the way they interact with each other. Uh, it looks like he is really happy there. Yeah, and I think I think that's a big thing. I think Europe for Europe for West Ham this season will see them hold on to yeah. players like your right Declan Rice and um, um, players like that. You know, your Suchek's even your Kufals. Them them guys ain't gonna leave um, knowing that they've just qualified for the mm. for Europe for the first time in ages for for West Ham, and it, and it gives them like another season of those players, and they they have the opportunity then to go out and another team looking for a, a, a someone to put the ball in the back of the net. So, are we now looking at guys like um, yeah, like Ings, Tony, yeah? Are we looking at guys like that for West Ham? You know what I mean, like 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 players that can maybe push West Ham and, and keep them in that top six. Um, sort of question definitely every and, season, season uh, in, season the out. Tony one's an interesting one because they obviously and... got Ben Rama from uh Brentford as well recently. So, so they've got Massive they've got the links yeah, yeah. in there already, and they, they can't trust Antonio to be fit. That's that's the sad thing about it. Uh, but they can't make the same mistake that they did when they spent thirty five million or whatever on on Sebastian Haller. Uh, so. They have to get it right. They have to get their recruitment right. Mm. Uh, but I just want to know why he wasn't given a chance at Man United. <laughs> <laughs> looking at it now, looking at it now, it looks absolutely crazy. Comes off the left, comes off the right. Man United yeah. can't find a player that comes off the right. You know what I mean? That comes off the right hand side. So it's 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 quite a strange one. But I, I think. Like the way they say in boxes, stars make stars make fights. I think stars make mm. players, you know, players in teams as well. Because you look at some of these players, they move from one club to the other, and it's you're looking at a, dif- a different, a different sort of kettle of fish. It's like, you know, where has this player been? But sometimes I think it's just a case of yeah. the the tactics, the formation, um, and how certain managers want to play. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of that. You know, we're seeing it all over. So you see, like Deli Ali scoring goals, making goals under Potichino. Um, under <laughs> Mourinho, he looks like he's never played yeah, football before. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, you know, you know what I mean. Like, like these, these are the sort of things we, we're seeing. And I think again, I know that, like, obviously we refer to Arsenal, but I think a lot of the Arsenal players, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm quite critical, and I just say this player isn't good enough. This player isn't good enough. But I think in the right system, elsewhere, yeah, a lot of them players would be good elsewhere. It's just that the way, the way we want to play, they yeah, just that's they true. don't fit that that mold. Just. Do you see what I mean? Um, and then on to um, the next Man United European uh, starlet, Romelo Lukaku, guiding Inter Milan to the mate. Serie A title. How? Like, I know we, we just questioned why Lingard never got a chance, but how do you sell Lukaku? It's not like he's 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 old or he's aging. He's he's got his prime years ahead of him and. He's a proven Premier League goal scorer. Did it with Everton. Uh, he probably was one in two for Man United, which so very very decent record. Uh, but then, like you just said, the way they played with him up top was not suiting him at all. 
uh, probably didn't help the fact he probably had two or three different managers in his time, uh, different tactics, different styles. But in a centre forward, you look for a goal scorer, and that's what he is. And to sell him and to to sell him is is criminal, really. For me, he's a top five centre forward in the world, uh, and. I've always said it from the moment they sold him Man United was stupid to sell him because for me they went from a club that I thought would be up there with the right team especially when you think of uh, the potential for Rashford and Martial I know Martial hasn't been great this season but his potential is obviously there Rashford obviously Bruno Pogba they could have had Lukaku centre of that all those players around him uh, and he'll be scoring goals for fun, but they don't. I know they've got Cavani on on a free, uh, superb striker anyway, world class in his day. Uh, but he's not going to be playing, you know, two or three games a week. He's always out with a little injury here and there. Lukaku's always playing, always scoring, uh, and like I said, top five in the world. Yeah, I know. I mean, Lukaku, stats since uh, joining Inter Milan, 36 games in his first season, 23 goals, two assists. Um, second season, which is this season so far, 29, this is just league goals, uh, 29, this is just in the league, sorry, 29 <laughs> games, 21 goals, nine assists. Just a, just a quick question on Lukaku. If Luka- I, I think that the way Manchester United have yeah. now developed and the way that they play suits him, right? Mm-hmm. They're a counter-attacking side most of the time. Um, there are games where they do need to unlock the door, but you know, you buy another centre-forward maybe to have a look at that sort of, that sort of game. But what, what, what my question to you is, if Lukaku's still at Man United now, why are they well, challenging for the title this season? So I'd say they, <laughs> they, they would be, yeah. I reckon they would be. Because when, cause when you look at it, you know, I mean, you look at the games where they might have lost, and you're thinking to yourself, you know, a goal from Lukaku early, or you know, yeah, a bit just of his presence, him being there well. and like unsettling say, back lines, freeing and... up that, getting Rashford into the game more, getting Martial into the game more. Yeah, for me, they'd and you. You're looking at it. He's this season Inter on on course to win the Serie A title yeah, for the first time while. in over ten years. Is it? it? It's absolutely it's absolutely crazy. Him and when we want to talk about other Manchester United <laughs> players, we're talking you know, Alexis doing well Sanchez well. He's getting, he's doing a job over there as well. Yeah, Ashley Young, another one doing doing very well over in Inter. But I think. What I will say about Lukaku is I always, looking at the way Conte plays, yeah, yeah, yeah. you always knew he'd be his striker. Even at Chelsea, even at Chelsea, the way Conte played, I think he could have got more out of that yeah. team if they'd given him Lukaku yeah. instead of Morata, you know, at that time. And he really wanted, he really wanted Lukaku and he's trialled him and, he's, and, he, and I think looking at it now, it sort of makes sense that he's doing so well in Serie A or more more Conte, to the yeah, point definitely. of under definitely. Conte. You know, but um, 
So that's um, what what will I say now? I'm just checking the Serie A table. Eleven Mate, that's, points. That's with uh, eleven points like, clear at the top. Ahead of a Cristiano Ronaldo Juventus team, you know. Ronaldo, yeah, Chris. Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus, yeah, 11 points clear at the top, won yeah. all of their last five games. They're literally cruising it, to be fair. When, the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking they only need, what, three, four more wins to, to win the league. It's just a, it's just a shame they, yeah. they're not yeah. doing Maybe better that would in, be something um, in Europe. In the summer. Uh, obviously, they'll, they'll invest a bit more. But just going back to Lukaku, my favourite moment was in that Milan derby where Ibrahimovic thought he was going to going to be the man and uh, ended up getting sent off and Lukaku scoring the winner and <laughs> yeah that probably uh, emphasises the importance of Lukaku in, in that team and he didn't back down either a lot of players back down when it comes to Ibrahimovic but Lukaku stood his ground and then did his talking uh, on the pitch so to speak Yeah, it's, it's it's always strange yeah. with them ones. You think like they were club mates for a long time, you know, and then they come on the pitch, you know, opposite ends of the pitch yeah. and they're getting <laughs> into scuffles and you're thinking, oh, maybe they weren't, maybe they weren't such good, such good uh, yeah. mates at, uh, but at football club does that when though, they were man. together, football you know what I mean? on the pitch, you're people are completely different on the pitch, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> It <laughs> trust me. <laughs> um, okay, so you know, going from uh, the Manchester United rejects, we go on to a bit of a sour, a bit of a sour note, a bit uh, something that I'm I'm quite passionate about when I talk. Um, quite upsetting the, the the racism in football, and you know, today we hear about um, you know the bands dished out, and I, I had varying mm. emotions on that. I mean, I'll hear what you got to say about it first, but I had varying emotions on this when I saw it, and. It's the was it Andrej Kudela, the Slavia Prague centre half, got a ten game ban for being, uh, you know, found guilty of of the racism that happened in the game between Rangers earlier in the season. Um, I mean, Mate, what do you uh, think about that ten game ban? What's, what's your view on it? Came through. I actually laughed because I was ex- I was just expecting the the governing bodies to to do something stupid again. And it wasn't at the 10-game ban. It was more of the uh, Kamara getting a, a ban as well uh, for for obviously reacting the way he did, which is probably totally understandable for, for anyone to react in, in that way and do what he did. Uh, but again, it's another chance for UEFA, FIFA, FA, all those governing bodies to show they're serious about it about a fight against racism. You know, they all these campaigns, you know, putting respect on the kits, uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff, uh, the kick it out campaigns. But for me, that's that's just seems like an empty gesture because they're not following through when it actually it actually counts. And so for me it's like what what's the point? What is the point? Is it gonna take for something for like a like a 22-man brawl on the pitch over reaction of, of someone being racist for someone to actually think, you know what, you're banned from football. Because I just, just want to go for a few bands that I've, I looked up recently on uh, in football. Obviously, they a lot on social media were saying 
you know, Kieran Trippier got a 12-game ban for telling his mate he was he was moving to to Spain. Uh, so they obviously feel that's more important than, than racism. Uh, Di Canio, 11-game ban for pushing a ref. Uh, Rio Ferdinand, this one makes me... This one is absolutely crazy. You've got eight months, eight months ban for missing a drug test. And we're handing out ten, just 10 game bans, which is, mm-hmm. let's face it, that's probably six weeks. He's getting a six-week ban for, for, for saying so. I don't even, I don't even want to uh, obviously repeat because it's just ridiculous. And he's found, been found guilty of it. Players heard it. Uh, and it was a chance for, for them to, uh, to show that they were serious. And for me, the club as well, as soon as he's guilty, the club sacks him straight on the spot for me. Uh, I just don't understand why football is so different to other like professions in the world. You know, if, if, if someone in my company does that in the office, they get sacked on the spot. Uh, police are called. You know, they'll be arrested in, in all walks of life. But in football, it just seems different. And the amount of times they've said they're going to take it seriously, take it seriously. It just doesn't seem like they, they are. And uh, it is pretty upsetting if you think about it and just everything that's, that's been going on. Uh, but with this one in particular, it's just, it's, 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 it's an embarrassment. Yeah, mate, mate, honestly, all the things you said, I agree. Um, and, you know, I was looking at bands today and I, I, you know, I found a story about a guy in, you know, the lower leagues of English football who took a, um, uh, oh, what was it called? Mm. Like a, an enhancement drink, like a, a pre-workout. He got an 18-month ban. So, I mean, I, 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 I'm just, I'm lost. Where. So, basically, the way I looked at it is when I, when I saw it come up on the sky, I looked at it, I thought, 10-game ban, I thought, all right, that, that, mm. that's that sort of, that's something, you know. I thought, all right, 10-game ban, that's something. But then mm-hmm. the more I thought about it, the more I thought it's nothing. A 10-game ban's nothing. It's the equivalent of giving a club a 50-grand fine. It's, 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 it's nothing. Yeah. They don't care. Do you get what I'm saying? And then the more I listened throughout the day, and I'm, I'm hearing 10-game is the minimum, the minimum that you can get. Yeah, or racism. That's ridiculous. The minimum. Why is there even a minimum? Yeah, it's mental. So that means it's been spoken about. So it's been spoken about. If a player is found is found guilty of racism on the pitch, he can get a minimum. He can get a minimum ban. It, it has. That's it just crazy. has to literally be banned. That's... You're banned. <laughs> It's, it, it's, 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 and you know what as well? And, I, and the more I, like, I was just thinking about it throughout the day and they've banned him already. So what they've done by banning him already for the first yeah. leg of the Arsenal game is that's now one game of his 10 game ban. So, so, so tomorrow is game two. Yeah. So he will be back playing football this season. No, they played a league game at the weekend. That will be he's game back three. the end of the month, basically. <laughs> you know, it, it, so basically, he's back. He, if if yeah. if they get to the final by some miracle, he'll probably play in it. And it's 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 just defies belief. And then a free game ban for 
for um oh sorry, I forget his name. Free game ban for Kamara, mm. sorry. A free game ban for Kamara for reacting is a- absolutely shows that they have not they actually have no idea of how to control it. They have no idea of how to approach it. They have no idea of what they're going to do about it. That just proves it. Because if you're saying to a guy that if someone says something like that to you, yeah, he's going to get a game, mm-hmm. he's going to get a, uh, he's going to get a couple of game bad yeah. more than you. Yeah. What are you saying then? So what Kamara should just do in next time is fly kick him in the face on the pitch. And and the the worst thing is, if he did fly kicked him in the face yeah. on the pitch, he'd probably yeah. have got more of a game ban. It's it's absolutely crazy, and you know, I saw uh, Kamara's lawyer, and he's pushing, and you know, I hope that the football world pushes, because if if we're gonna. If you're going to be found guilty, this is mm-hmm. the big thing. He's yeah. been found yeah. guilty. So once you're found guilty, you've done it, right? You've done it. There's no, it's not like, oh, we, you know, there's no proof. We can't, they've found him guilty. Otherwise they find him not guilty. We haven't got enough evidence, but they've yeah. found him guilty. He needs to go. He needs to go. He, he shouldn't be able to, he shouldn't be able to play football at no levels for more than a year for the rest of this, this season, for next mm-hmm. season. He should be forced to be educated. Do you get what? Do, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? This is these are the minimums. He should be forced to be educated. And Slavia Prague coming out with silly statements on their websites mm-hmm. and half backing him. They should exactly, be held and that's what I said. Well. He's any been company, found guilty. You know, if they employ someone and they've they've done their tribunal, whatever they they go through in their uh, own procedures, and they're found guilty, they get sacked on the spot for that. They get sacked. Uh, like I said, they'll be arrested. They'll be charged. You know, there's all these different things. And we leave it to the football authorities to do it. And they've just shown time and time again, they have zero clue of what they're doing. And it's and it's a time thing of, are they just, like I said, he's been given the minimum ban. So they thought, okay, we'll give him the 10-game ban. That's it. Sweep it under the carpet and we go again. And that's that's their thought. That must be their thought process. Let's sweep it under the carpet. Now we've given them the ten game ban, you know. And let's just let's just hope nothing else happens very soon uh, this season. Where when in fact it'll happen again next week with someone else in 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 some form of football around the world. It'll probably happen more than once in the, in the next week. And until the authorities at the top. Uh, sort it out and it's the same with social media these all these players that are just getting all these messages uh you know and the social media companies aren't doing anything about it it's always the people at the top that are not doing anything about it and until they do it's just going to get worse and worse Jesus. I mean, it's it's very sad and I hope I really mm. hope that this isn't the end of it I don't I want this to roll on I want this to roll on and I want I want people to continue and I want Kamara and I want his people around him and kick it out and all of these people to continue to, yeah. to lobby for further action to be taken because 10 games of which three he's already mm-hmm. he's already served is simply not good enough. Simply not good enough. And it will all that says is that 
all that says to these people is that, yeah, we know it's there. Yeah, you'll get a slap on the wrist, but if you want to do it, you know, you know what the consequences are, but they're not that bad, so you might as well just go what, ahead and say uh, and what do about whatever the you want. The players, uh, do you understand? Because there are there, there are black players at the team he plays for. Like, what what must they be thinking? <laughs> I, I, I'll, you know, I'd love mm. to speak. I'd love to be, you know, a fly. I'd love to ask them. I'd love to ask them. I'd love to, you know, it's hard because. Like at the end of the day, they're probably thinking to themselves, I've got a family to look after, I've got kids out, like this is my main source of income, this is my job, this is what I do. But on the same on the same, you know, on the yeah. flip side, you know, like that's one of your teammates. That's one of your teammates ah, that's, that's done that. Are you happy with how your club see, are I think acting that's around? Where everyone, it? People involved just need to, to come together. And it's 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 only gonna something like that needs to happen for for those next steps to to take place but like I say there's so many questions to be answered and like I say they'll, they'll have families and stuff that they need to provide for uh, do, you, do you take the moral high ground but you know where does it stop and I, I, I for me I, if you know if, if uh, to manage in a team and, and someone did that from my team, no matter who it was. And, you know, I've got very good friends in my team. I've got family members in my team. So if it was anyone in my team that did that, they'll be gone from, from that moment, from that moment that it's happened, they'll be gone. And I would just wash my hands of them. They would never be playing football with me again. That's for sure. It's uh, it's a story that needs mm. to go on. That that's my no. my final thought. No, it's a story enough. that needs to go on, and this isn't enough. This isn't enough. This isn't enough, and we need to keep going. But um, let's mm-hmm. not end the podcast on you know that that sort of sour note. Um, obviously we're strong behind the message, but let's 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 put a little bit of a you know an up. And well, I don't know if you'll call it, you know, an up sort of spike in happiness. I'm going to ask you a few questions about a few uh, managers and a few players, and I want to know your decisions on them. So we'll start with. Where did I know this was Mikel Arteta? I'm going to give you a scenario. Yeah, Mikel Arteta. Yeah, Mikel Arteta. He gets in a Europa League final and he loses. We finish eighth in the league. Does he keep his job or does he, he go? Goes. He goes, okay. My next question for you is, Jose Mourinho, he wins the League Cup, but he doesn't finish in the Champions League spaces. He stays. Does he stay or does he go? He does. He does. If he wins, if he wins the Cup, even if it's the League Cup, he'll find a way. (laughs) He'll, He'll turn it into a positive. Exactly, and that's exactly what he'll say. To be fair, that'll be the exactly first cup what in over say. ten years. So it's a, at the end of the day, it's a cup. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. me, for me, you know, my my stance on Arteta, he needs more time, and I don't think I don't think the end of the season is enough. I think he needs more players, um, and you know, if we're sitting here in January of next year and we're in a similar mm. position. We're not challenging for the top four. We're out of Europe. We're not in the domestic cups. I look at it and I say, okay, 
you've got this, this, this player that's yours. I need to see a stark improvement. You know, I'm seeing improvements around the club. I'm seeing an improvement in sort of strictness, in sort of methods. I'm seeing a style of play. Um, I'm seeing all of these things, which is cool. And I, mm. I think it took a lot, a lot to even get Arsenal to this stage from where we was. Um so for me, you know, Arteta, I think yeah. he's doing a good job. I know that you know Arsenal fans were varied, we're split, and from week to week it changes because the thing is, we could go and blow Slavia Prague away four nil, then mm-hmm. we've got three winnable Premier League yeah. games, win all of them three, and then all of a sudden everything looks different. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 literally on a knife edge. Um, but overall, yeah. my opinion on I, Arteta I, is it's, it's, it's a difficult time. one for me. Like you know, um, I want it obviously. Go on. Wasn't his biggest fan in uh, was it November time December? Uh, he turned it around, and then it kind of went backwards for a bit, and then it went forwards and backwards. And if you gave me that scenario, like you said, getting to the Europa League final and losing, uh, it's the end of the season. So I probably wouldn't mind giving him the summer to to rebuild because. There obviously have been improvements, uh, you know, the way we're playing and stuff. The results haven't matched that. And if we want to give him a fair fair shot, it can't be worse than than what happened at the beginning of this season. Uh, so if we did want to give him a fair shot, then give him the fair shot and give him the summer. That would be, what, his third or fourth window? Uh, you know, he's got rid of a lot of Deadwood in January. Uh, if he signs three or four more this summer, then then who knows? But if you're saying to me he get if he doesn't get to the final, then it might be a bit of a different story. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um yeah and what, what so over to Mourinho for me. So Mourinho Mourinho for me top four he's gonna lose some of his big Big players mm-hmm. if he don't make that top four, you know. He's going to lose some big, big players. And I don't know whether... I don't know whether... When you look at Mourinho's lifespan at a club, I don't know whether it's worth investing a hell of a lot of money in Mourinho yeah. players for him to leave in 12 to 18 months. So I look at it and I think, you get the 150 for Harry Kane, you give Mourinho the golden handshake and, you, and you're getting a younger, um, more... It, I don't know, more of a, a project manager, shall we say. That's what they call them. And you say, right, here's 150 million. I'm going to give you three or four of your players. You've got this squad. You're going to lose, obviously, Harry Kane, but you've got this money to replace but, this player, this player, this player. I, um, have a go at it. I, would, I think that's a you know good idea I mean? with Tottenham, but they had that with Pochettino and they got rid of him. It's... Yeah, it's strange that's... that they got rid of Pochettino and then gave Mourinho the money that he wanted. It's so it's so strange to me that that happened. But it's 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 it's, it's, it's this is what happens in football. That's mm. what I mean. Like, what's the point of taking Arteta to this point and then sacking him and get and giving that to rebuilding. another manager? Because the next manager is going to need to start again with his rebuilding pro. Like, I can't. I can't understand what the point is in keep changing manager. You're going to have to, at some stage, give managers time. It's like uh, Solskjaer. I don't think he's a million miles away. The Man United fans hate him, right? A lot of them hate him. 
But if he finishes second this season and wins the Europa League or gets a final Europa League, finishes second, and then they invest, they need invest. They need to invest a little bit in the back line and a bit yeah. in the forward line and a midfielder as well. They need to invest through the spine, yeah. right? But what's the point of giving another manager that money? What's the point? Because another manager is going to come in with a different style of player, mm-hmm. need a slightly different uh, player, and then we go again. There's no point. So for me, for me, all you know, apart from Mourinho, where I think Mourinho's shelf life is quite short, I think he will look to get out of uh, Tottenham at the end of next season, towards the start of the mm. season after. I think that I can see a reason for changing him. But the other managers who I'm looking and they've built something, and it's and they're you know this is That's what they enough. do. And you're right. Sort of the United Leave them in their job. Give them some He's time. Second in the league for crying out loud. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I, I like every game, every big game that he wins. They're like he don't know what he's doing. He's won that by accident. You can't just win these games. Like that ain't that. Surely that ain't how it works. Like. People are just like, yeah, he won that oh, by accident. Here we go. He's, he's pulled off another one. You don't just beat Pep by accident. I can tell you that for now. You, you don't beat like mate, your Liverpools and your and your Spurs and stuff. Some these, of these things United don't happen fans, by accident. Uh, uh, Mourinho, like, it's not an accident. They're, they're messaging me after United win, saying, uh, you know, United win, Arsenal lost, but we're the real losers because it just means we keep Solskjaer for another few months. And I'm thinking, what? You're, you're second in the league. You're still in Absolute Europe. What, what more craziness? The only team above him is is Man City for crying out loud. It's absolute craziness. It's absolute craziness. But um, all right, the final final question, and um, this was one that was sort of put yeah. put upon me quite late. I was just looking at a debate on Twitter. Um, now, people were talking about a talk sport interview with Trevor Sinclair and. Um, Simon Jordan, where Trevor Sinclair saying he'd have uh, Neymar, he'd have Sterling over Neymar, right? And people were saying he's crazy. He gave his reasons, and I looked at his reasons, and I thought, I could see what he's saying. I mean, mm-hmm. Neymar's a better player than Sterling, but I could see what he was saying in what he was saying, basically. So, so my question to you is. In your in your opinion, is Sterling a world class footballer? Does he come into that echelon of of top ten, yes. fifteen, twenty players in the world? He is. is he a world class uh, footballer? It's a weird Graham time to Sterling. ask it because he's actually in probably one of his worst form uh, for Man City over the last three years. But on his day, uh, at his peak, and over the last two years, I'd say he's definitely world-class. Uh, England and for club. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about it, really. You know, what, what, you know, he, he is suffering a little bit of, uh, mm. you know, uh, a not, not so good seasons, shall we say. But what I will say is, what you got to remember yeah. about Raheem Sterling is he never misses a game. Never. He's never injured. Never. I've never heard. Not even an ankle injury, a little. He's never injured. And for a lot of Pep's time, he's played every minute of every game. So if you think about the intensity that Pep plays with, the intensity, the rotation of the team, um, the distance they get in every competition, there will 
he's again he plays every game for England. There would have always come a time playing in mm-hmm. the English Premier League where you will have a fall off in form because there is just so many games. Even like yeah. look at Harry Kane, world class. He misses a lot of games though. He misses mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of games. Like he misses two, three months a season. Do you know what I mean? And I think that Sterling just doesn't have that. He, he he plays every game. He puts up good numbers every season, both club and international. He plays in all the big games because he's always in the final of all the domestic cups. He gets to the latter stages of the Champions League, semi-final <laughs> of the World Cup. I mean, if he if people are saying he's not world class, uh, like 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 what? Like I don't. I'm trying to work out. I'm, I'm trying to work out whether. Mm. My level of world class is not high enough, or whether I'm looking at the wrong things for world class. I, I don't. I don't know how you how well, you, how, at how wingers, you summarize a world class player. People are saying that Raheem Sterling isn't. I can't think of three to five footballers that are better than him in that position. Coming, that's what I, I mean. When you like, you got you got Salah. Um, yeah. Would people say Sane? Sane's a good winger. Mane, Ma, Mane, Salah, and Sterling. Salah maybe just the, above, the same but bracket. Mane, yeah. Sterling. Yeah. They are. I think they're all in the same. They're all in the same bracket. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I, mean, I if can't you look at see PSG's other than that. They've got Di Maria and Draxler and those kind of players. Uh, Barcelona, they got Dembele and Griezmann plays on the left more more often than not, or, or whatever. Uh, Real Madrid, Vinicius, uh, Asensio. So the the top. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Yeah, Real Madrid got Hazard. Don't forget, going to play football again. <laughs> but yeah, like even the Italian league, there's there's not two, there's not a world class winger that I can think of in the Italian league. Uh, thinking of Inter or Juventus, nothing there. So yeah, the main the main wingers you're going to see are from Bayern. Uh, obviously, Dortmund. They've got Sancho. Uh, and then you're thinking of the, the 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 Premier League. So, yeah, for me, without question, he's he's world class. He falls in that top three bracket for me. So, yeah, world class. Okay, so I guess I, we'll we'll finish on that. You wanted, you, wanted, um, you wanted to finish great on a, podcast on a high again note. today, Aaron. And I know you're pretty humble. Oh well, Moses Spencer. Moses Spencer just got Dulwich Hamlet Am I to the class? Premier League in Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't like to, I don't like to talk about I don't like to talk too much about my accolades, but um, listen, we're playing. We've got teams like Man City and Manchester United come to Champion Hill, and I mean, if that ain't an achievement, what is? You know, I'm I'm actually I'm actually quite disappointed I didn't um do one of them you know season by season <laughs> runs on on um Twitter so people could follow my progression. But it's been a long road 
and I'll hopefully be able to give you some updates on that. Um, started quite <laughs> well Dalit with the Premier League, Hamlet, nine points from nine <laughs> games. I know that sounds crap, but for Dalit Chamlet, it's a I'm actually I'm actually a thousand to one to win the Premier League, and the next closest team to me is two hundred and fifty to one. So make it out what you want, guys. Um, yeah, so that was uh, playing out from the back. Find us on uh, sports sports social uh, podcast platform, um, a platform where you can find all different sporting podcasts, and that's playing out from the back. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.